This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. On the 110th anniversary of Sac and Fox and Potawatomi athlete Jim Thorpe's July 15, 1912 Olympic win in the decathlon in Sweden, the International Olympic Committee has reinstated Thorpe as the sole champion. Thorpe brought home two gold medals for the U.S. in the 1912 Olympic Games, but was later stripped of his wins for playing minor league baseball prior to the Summer Games. The committee declared he broke amateurism rules in place at the time. In 1982, replica gold medals were given to the Thorpe family, designating him co-champion. But for years, his family and advocates urged the committee to reinstate Thorpe as a sole champion, saying he dominated the events. Today, they say an injustice has finally been corrected. His granddaughter, Anita Thorpe, says it's great to hear the words officially spoken that Jim Thorpe is the sole winner. And it's a glorious time of celebration for his family, friends and supporters. The organization Bright Path Strong and Tribes played a part in advocating for the reinstatement. Bright Path Strong co-founder Nedra Darling says the truth has been upheld and there's no confusion about the most remarkable athlete in history. In 2020, the organization launched a campaign to call on the Olympic Committee for the reinstatement, which included an online petition. Wisconsin officials are eyeing the removal of more sites with derogatory names as a federal task force narrows down replacement terms for 28 geographic features in the state. Danielle Kading has more. Earlier this year, the U.S. Department of Interior asked for public input on new names for 664 sites nationwide that use an indigenous slur for women. Those sites include 28 creeks, rivers, lakes, and valleys in Wisconsin. Now tribal liaison Chris Goodwill with the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources says they're putting together another list of names. They're going to probably complete the first phase before they start the second one, but we know that it's coming. That is a process where we can submit other names that we consider derogatory and suggesting that they be changed. As an Indigenous woman, Goodwill says replacing those names means a great deal to her. I don't want an Indigenous child seeing that and making them feel that they're not a part of this um, community in the state of Wisconsin because they are. A federal task force will recommend replacement names for each site on July 25th. The U.S. Board on Geographic Names is set to make a final decision in September. For National Native News, I'm Danielle Kading. Native women's advocates met in Washington, D.C. this week to address violence against women. Advocates from the U.S., Canada, and Mexico took part in two days of meetings for the fourth convening of the Trilateral Working Group on Violence Against Indigenous Women and Girls. The Department of the Interior hosted this year's gathering on behalf of the U.S. government. Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland discussed work to address missing and murdered Indigenous people, including the agency's creation of the Missing and Murdered Unit to pursue unsolved cases. Holland also highlighted the Not Invisible Act, which established a joint commission with the Justice Department to work on reducing violent crime in Indian country. Athletes are taking part in the World Eskimo Indian Olympics, or WIO, underway in Fairbanks, Alaska. The traditional games display preparedness needed for survival, requiring strength, agility, and endurance. Live coverage can be found through Saturday on WIO's Facebook page. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. With so many organizations trying to help military veterans, it can be hard to find the right information. So AARP brings together no-charge employment and fraud prevention resources, caregiving tools, discounts, and more at aarp.org slash veterans who support this show. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.